Did you notice what, what Joseph says in the gospel that we just heard? Can you remember? It's a small little detail in the gospel, what Joseph says. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't say a word. Nothing's recorded. And if we look throughout the scriptures, we're, we're going to find there's very few things that, that Joseph actually says. And yet the church has made him the patron saint of the universal church. We have today, March 19th, a solemnity. And so what do we stand on? What do we point to if not for his words? What do we have? We have his, his actions, his behavior, his, his responses to the different crises that come up. And what do we see in his actions? It, it reveals his character. Joseph's character of, of concern and protection of Mary and the child within when he discovers that she's with child and he knows he's not the father. So he's going to divorce her quietly, not risk her reputation or being stoned to death. He wants to protect her. We see unfolding and, and this amazing story of how God is using Joseph and his plan that speaking an angel, revealing to him in a dream the reality of, of who's the father. And, and then Joseph just responding in obedience to that. We know that his protective instincts would shift into a higher gear when word comes to him in a dream again that Herod is seeking to take the life of the child, the infant Jesus, and Joseph responds with great courage and protection to take the Holy Family into a foreign country, foreign language, and to, to move in, to find a place of shelter, to, to work his trade, to provide and protect the incredible family that has been entrusted to him. We see it just unfolding in, in the life of Jesus, in the finding of Jesus in the temple, you know, the, to think about, you know, where was Joseph, you know, those, those three days that Jesus is lost. He's, he's at Mary's side. He's leading the charge, going up and down alleys and streets in Jerusalem looking for his Jesus, reassuring Mary at night, we're going to find him. It's going to be okay. Just his presence and how it was a reassurance for Mary. His example, I just try to imagine just Jesus watching Joseph work his art. He's a master carpenter. And to watch him, Jesus grows up watching Joseph at work and his patience and, and the, the, the pride that he took in his work and that Jesus learned from him, learned the art of being a carpenter. The, the impact and the influence on Joseph, although not seen in recorded words, is seen and we can read between the lines how powerful his presence was 
for the Holy Family and for God's plan to bring salvation to the world. The father image that, that Joseph was for Jesus. And what he can be for all of us fathers. There's a, a great uh, video or film documentary on Amazon called Show Me the Father. And, and I, I highly recommend it. Right now I still think you have to rent it, but it is worth, I think it's $6.99 to rent. Please, if not, just buy it because you're going to want to show it to others. But in this documentary, it, it reveals just this reality, the truth that we have generations of, of broken fathers that have impacted our world, our families, our story, our history. And, and the call of a father is to reflect, to be a mirror, to reflect our Heavenly Father. I believe Joseph was that for Jesus. But in our stories, we, we all have stories of just a father as imperfect fathers. And, and it wounds, it can't help but wound how we, how we image, how we see, how we understand who God is. John Paul II said the key to understanding all reality is the loss of fatherhood. The key to understanding all reality, all brokenness in our world, is the loss of fatherhood. John Eldridge, who writes on just, you know, masculine spirituality, he says there's three things that, that a son needs from his father. He needs to hear from his father that I love you. In words, not just in actions, but the actions back up the words. That you have what it takes and you're going to do great things with your life. That, that level of affirmation roots a young man and sets his, his heart and his life on this path of life to shine as God desires us to shine. And so today the church gives us St. Joseph. It's not just an example, it also has an intercessor. To turn to him. And you know, for, for, us, for us men who in some way are all desiring to be a father, we, we have seminarians here who are in that place of formation to, to reflect the father's love. I can remember speaking to my spiritual director when I was in college and I was discerning my, my vocation what does God want for me? And, 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 and I felt a call, I felt a draw to the priesthood, an attraction to the priesthood. But I, I had a hard time reconciling my attraction to my girlfriend. And, and I remember telling, sharing with my spiritual director, I said, you know, I, I feel this draw, you know, to the priesthood, but I, I also want to be, I want to be a father. And he said, good. Because if you didn't think you would make a good father in a family, you will never make a good father as a priest. And that just cut right through my heart. If you don't think you'd be a good father in a family, you will never be able to be a good father as a priest. Grace builds on nature. And so we ask St. Joseph to, to intercede for our world, our families, our fathers, living and deceased, 
for our priests, our seminarians, that we may, we may mirror the love of the Father and that St. Joseph would intercede for us and to show, show us how to be men of, men of virtue, of prayer, of character. Amen.